Hey everybody, it's Katie and you're listening to How to Talk to Your Kids and What to Expect. Hey, I'm coming at you today with a good attitude, a good vibe. I'm excited to share some stuff, so I'm just going to jump right into it. Um, I have mentioned on here before the behavior panel on YouTube. If you don't watch them, oh my God, watch them. They're so good. Um, But they had blah, 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 blah. They had this one uh, person on there and she was like a killer or whatever. Um, And they're watching her body language, blah, blah, blah. The point is they said something that suddenly set off all the pins and triggers in my brain. And I had like this tiny little epiphany sitting on the couch in the living room, which is great. Um, And I felt like a huge weight was lifted. So I want to get into it. Um, One of the things that they said was, uh, he describes someone and he says, I don't want to misquote, but I definitely will misquote. Um, But he says something like, these kinds of people who have explosive fill the room emotions, right? And so it just was so freeing. I don't know why, because I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. Explosive emotions that fill the room. So if you know someone like this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Sometimes we're all like this, right? But the way I see it is a person who takes over the room with their feelings, right? So like their feelings are the most important feelings in the room to them. Obviously, we're all a little bit like that. But like in a more selfish way is what I'm describing. In a more like we're all in a group setting. Everything is copacetic and going well. And all of a sudden, this other person has a minor inconvenience or something and then just explodes with words and feelings and emotions and they kind of start, um, you know, acting out all of their things and being just very dramatic. Um, and some people can do this without all of the hand gestures. Some people just have a big personality that fills a room. Like their silence sometimes can be almost deafening. Um, and these, this is what I mean. So... That kind of stuff is my least favorite. <laughs> I don't I don't know how to say it any other way except for, yes, I hate that. Um, and it's so selfish and it's so rude and it stifles and suffocates everyone else. Um, and it's designed to do so. I'm kind of jealous that I don't have that talent. And in fact, some some I definitely have the explosive emotion part, but the commanding a room part, not so much. Um, but I digress, obviously. Duh. Um, but it's so, it's such a hard thing to, to, to grasp. But if these people are in your life, it, it you're like in a, in a dizzy state all the time. You're being pushed and shoved against walls all the time to fit in these big feelings this person has, to fit in this big emotion that they think is so important, or this teeny tiny emergency on the grand scheme of humanity that now seems like the whole entire world should stop for. So if you're around these people, like I said, you're just constantly being pushed to the side and bumped around for their feelings. Well... Uh, this has that so I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm 
epiphany train, right? Like, yes, yes, this, this, this. Okay. What can you do if you're being slammed against the wall? Um, and what can you do if you're doing the slamming? So uh, let's start with what you can do if you're being slammed against the wall. Um, so this is like not a, it's not a really good example. It's just coming to mind because it's the last time that I was clear about something. Um, but, uh, I just recently, I think if you listen, you know, or if you're new to this or whatever, I just recently made contact with family that I was previously no contact with at all. Um, and my sister was like, oh, what do your kids want for Christmas? Um, you know, the usual stuff that everybody does, I know. Um, but I said, no, thank you, we don't do that. And, and, and stop. Um, and, and I don't do that. <laughs> and I don't want to do that um, at all. So I don't even want to go into why I don't want to do that, why we don't do that anymore. But, you know, I grew up in a house where it was like, Christmas, yes, shit was about to go down, it was huge, it was awesome, and now my kids get, like, four presents, and, you know, Santa brings them, like, one or two things, um, so it's a massive difference, it doesn't matter, I don't want to go into why I don't want to do it, but, well, I guess I did, <laughs> whatever, I guess I did, anyway, so, blah, 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 and, and again, this isn't a good example because my sister was just being a regular sister and she probably gets auntie gifts for all everybody else. But whatever, fine. So, but in cases where, okay, you're getting pushed against the wall, there's only one thing to do and it's the most socially awkward. It is the most uncomfortable and it is the most inconvenient. And that is to be very, very clear, short concise, clear, and don't take anything else. Um, and like I said, I'm not saying, I'm not even, yeah, this is literally the most socially, it's the worst. And then slowly you just get better and better and better <laughs> and better at it. And at first it's going to make your stomach twist and it's going to make your throat hurt. And then you'll spend a lot of time probably thinking about how wrong you are or what a bitch you are, or maybe you're ungrateful. Uh, and then you'll spend the other amounts of time thinking about how that person also mistreated you and fuck that bitch. I mean, I don't know how your brain works, but I'm just, <laughs> we're finding out about mine. Um, so you go down that path. Fine, fine. You have to deal with all that stuff that's part of being, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. But it's part of being a person. And then slowly, and this is from personal experience. I'm not, I'm dead ass on this. I, this is personal experience. And then slowly one day you are irritated by someone and you say something and then you tell your friend about how you're feeling like a badass and she says, oh, I could never. And then you realize there was a time that you too also could never. But girl, now you can. You just got to practice. So I'm going to use my friend as an example. Um... Actually, I'm not. Okay, we're, stop. Boop. Let's go back. First, I'm going to not get sidetracked from my epiphany because that's what I was going to do. Okay, so you're being pushed against the wall. What are you doing? You're going to be firm, clear, and it's, it's fucking awful. And everyone else 
could be your husband, could be your brother, could be everybody. Be like, I can't believe you did that. That's so rude. Oh, I can't believe you would talk to Nana like that. I can't believe you would say that. But just like I have been saying this entire time, I'm going to say it because my kids are watching and I don't want them to get treated the way you're fucking treating me right now. It's a no for me. <laughs> so that's it. And so when we stand on that and we remember that, girl, I wish I, I wish I could come with everyone to do it. I really do. I wish there was like a job where I could just be your hype man. Just be like, yeah, fuck that bitch. Say it. Uh-uh. Remember when she said blah, blah, blah? Yeah. Yeah. Tell her. Tell, yep. Hey, moving in now. Move, move away. We're going to hang out. Now we get a spot at the table. <laughs> but I can't. Uh, and so you have to do it if you want to be free of it. Um, is it super, super hard? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I'll just run through my first time real quick. I think I actually talked about it on here. I'm not really sure. Um, but one time at Sam's Club, my kids were like looking at a Christmas tree and my kids don't touch anything for fear of death when we're in public. So I know they weren't doing anything wrong. These two in particular. Um, and I heard a lady, the lady who checks receipts. Ugh, you don't even get to boss anyone around. So she looks over at my kids and starts, get away from there. Don't touch that. Like mean as shit. Unnecessary. So I'm sitting over there checking out fuming, like, Fucking shaking. Can't even look at the the cashier. Just can't even think. Brain just beep. Don't kill her. Don't kill her. Don't kill her. Say something, Katie. Say something. No, don't say anything. It's not even important. Yes, say something. <laughs> right? So all this, as I'm trying to check out, so I go over there. She's checking out my receipt. And as she's doing it, I say, don't talk to my kids like that. And she said, what? And got real defensive, real defensive. And I said, you don't need to talk to them like that. I don't even talk to them like that. That's not okay. She took a moment, y'all. I swear to God, I'm about to cry just thinking about it. She, she did like 17 different things with her face, all of which I would have done. I'm not judging this lady. And except for how she spoke to children, obviously. Um, she says, you're right, I'm sorry, and handed that shit back to me. Y'all, I walked out of that Sam's Club like that shit just exploded, baby. Yes. Oh, my kids were silent, the two that were there, the whole time. Mouths open, staring at me as we're walking through the parking lot, and my shit is just a flame. Oh, I feel like a a fucking boss. So my advice to you is if you have an explosive person who takes up a room, be very short, clear, and concise. No emotion, but do be clear. But but you can totally practice on people that don't matter and that you'll never see again. And that's what I did. And that's what I recommend you doing. But eventually, you're going to have to be clear with, with said said room filler or just kick them out of your life which is my full favorite i mean <laughs> it's my favorite um so now what if you are a big emotion room filler katie that's me okay obviously i've changed my tone of voice like i bet if you like watch the zigzags on this it would look like a fucking heartbeat or something just bing, bing, 
Um, if you are big, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. Um, something I was reminded of on the behavior panel. I don't know if I've said if it was good or not, but the behavior panel, I cannot get anyone to be into it with me. It's amazing. Um, he said that one of his mentors said, you have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Close your mouth and open your ears, right? You blah, blah, blah. I, I, I fetched that up, but whatever. Y'all get the point. Okay. I'm also so excited and having a hard time focusing because I'm home alone, but also trying to say it really fast before the long guys get here and then everything's over and it's just. <laughs> okay. So just a heads up into what's going on at the Katie house. So if you are this person, try, 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 try to be quiet. Um, so I play little games with myself. I'm getting so much better at it um, than when I first started even. But I'm playing little games with myself, just being as quiet as possible during somebody's argument, just kind of looking and waiting and watching like I'm not there and kind of seeing every side of it. And damned it if most times it doesn't just resolve itself. Like the kids can fight it out. They can argue. They're pretty clever. They're witty. Um, and they have smart mouths back at each other. So as long as nobody's getting straight disrespected, because I don't allow that, um, I'll allow a fair argument. Fine. Um, and it usually ends in laughter or something. So I've, I've been doing a pretty good job of that. And it's been bringing the morale up quite a bit. Um, so that's what I have to say. If you have a, a, a big personality, that's okay. Your friends come to you for it. But also make sure that we're not doing it to our babies because that's what we do. We we will overshadow by accident, right? We're talking, we're so excited or whatever. And and you really want the focus of of everything to be on them because they'll be gone. And then you'll have plenty of time with yourself. You had plenty of time before and you'll have plenty of time after. This is the only time you get to hang out with those precious little faces. Okay. So speaking of those precious little faces... What have I been doing? I'm about to tell you. Okay, I'm going to play this first and then we'll talk about it. This is a recording that I left for my best friend. I skipped a kid's birthday party to come and take Hank and Magnus to SeaWorld. And now I'm having a great time. And everything is serendipitous. And everything is working out. And I just feel like when you put your babies first, like, everything else falls in line. Like, all you have to do is just pay fucking nonstop attention to their needs, which sounds like a nightmare because it is. But you get me. Oh, my God. I love when I put them first and I feel like a good mom and we're having a great time. Just that I would share. Okay, so there's a little insight. <laughs> just so you know, I talk the same to everyone. <laughs> um, so this uh okay so magnus and i were fighting for like two days straight like everything he did irritated me everything i did irritated him um and i just couldn't get it to to work out it just just wasn't working out you know y'all know what i mean so anyways a birthday party was coming in that uh, coming up that afternoon and i didn't want to go I I don't want to go. Still still glad. Um and it's not because of the kid. It's certainly not. It was this was a hard decision because it was Magnus's like one of his favorite kids in class too. So it was like, "Oh shit, I can't really like skip a birthday party. Can I? Like Magnus really wants to go." 
But the last birthday party that I went to was incredibly painful for me. It was just, it, it was like I would have rather waxed my privates. And again, wasn't even because of the kid, loved that kid, and the parents were like actually two of my favorite in the class. So it was just awful. It's a kid's birthday party, right? It's boring. It's forced. It's whatever. So this one was coming up. I didn't feel like going, but I'm not going to get out of it. This is how I feel anyways. And then Magnus and I are constantly fighting all morning, just butting heads. And I'm like, great, now I'm going to bring him to this birthday party. He's going to act like an ass. I'm not going to be able to control him because I'm clearly irritated. Now everyone's going to see this. It's going to be super embarrassing. You know, blah, 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 mom stuff. Plus, Magnus fell in the pool at the last party, which is a whole story in itself. So I'm like, great, now I'm going to be the mom who can't control her kid and shit. I don't even want to do this. All this stuff starts piling up, right? So I'm thinking, how am I going to get out of a birthday party? You can't switch a birthday party for anything. Well, luckily, I have SeaWorld tickets, like, year-round because we live in San Diego now, which is, yes. So... I'm like, hey, I can't skip a birthday party and give him nothing. <laughs> so I've got to like come, with, I got to come with something birthday party worthy. And it needs to be something that we can do together because we need to hang out. Because when you and your kids are fighting like that, y'all need to hang out. It needs to just be y'all. So I said, Magnus, would you like to skip the birthday party? And I will take you and Hank on a date to SeaWorld instead. This man gave it zero thought. He was like, yep. And I was like, okay, well, I'm serious. You're going to miss Danny's birthday party. You know, blah, blah, blah. We go, 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 constant. No, I'm good. I don't, I'm, I'm good. Are you sure? Because I, you know, birthday parties are really awesome. Um, and I, and I, I can't, I really don't like skipping kids' birthday parties because for kids, it's for kids. Kids are excited. They want all their friends to be there. Your kid wants to go. They want you there. So it was a very hard decision for me. Um, but in this case, I happen to know there's like 25 kids in that class. So there's going to be no shortage of kids. It's not like it's like the five of us or whatever. So fine. And that's it. And we had the best day ever. We were best friends. We had no fights. I felt like I really bonded with both of my boys. We had a great fucking time. We didn't even want it to end. We had no arguments. And I had a seagull poop. On my brand new food that I just got, which you know came from somewhere, from like SeaWorld, it was like $20 for some shit food, and a bird pooped on it, and it still didn't upset me, because I was laughing and having a wonderful time with the two people who mean the most in the whole fucking world to me, man, and that's what it's about, so... Not only am I advocating causing problems by speaking up for yourself... I'm also advocating ditching obligations to play with your babies. And I'm for it and I'm here for it. As long as obviously nobody's being hurt. Like that's not really nice to skip a birthday party just so, you know, you can take a nap and then your kid doesn't get to go to the birthday party. That's lame. But uh, I mean, <laughs> some days you need a nap so bad. But you can at least take the nap in the in the car in, in the driveway while they go to the birthday party. That's what I would do. But anyways, blah, blah, blah. Put yourself first and put your kids first. And everything else makes you happy. As you can hear, that was a very live, very happy me. And I have no regrets. And I felt closer to my kids 
we had a beautiful Thanksgiving holiday because of it. Um, so what I left out is that this was right before Thanksgiving too. So I was like, great. If we have this kind of day, then I'm not going to hang out with them the next day while I'm cooking and cleaning and doing all this other shit, getting ready for this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't cook. <laughs> Preparing, finding room in the refrigerator for the prepared meal I ordered, you know, stuff like that. But what you won't be thinking about is them. So I put them first. I put me first and my relationship with them, which... <laughs> obviously is me duh hashtag love them oh um <laughs> that was silly okay. <clears throat> but that's what it's about that's what it's about now i'm going to use a rookie mistake that my friend made recently and she's the best so this is not this is definitely just some shit i i've done so she calls me, says her dog is sick. This is the day before Thanksgiving or something. She's got to go somewhere. It's really dangerous, really sketchy, whatever. Somebody's got to stay with the dog. It's devastating news. She's being pressured by the two mothers, like six hours away. you got to come for Thanksgiving. It's so important. Oh, my God. It's so important. It's so important. It's so important. Um, and I said, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it just stay home just stay with your man and your pup and y'all just get a pizza don't do it you know it's gonna be stressful don't go by yourself that's what i'm leaving out sorry her husband wanted to stay home with the dog and she was gonna take the kids ahead due to pressure this is what i'm leaving out sorry so blah 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 she did it it went terribly <laughs> and then she texts me i should have listened to you so with Christmas coming up, if an emergency comes up, and I mean only an emergency based on, like, your kids, your dog, your husband, whatever, somebody gets sick, somebody breaks something, somebody, whatever, and y'all are trying to figure out how can we make it work? How can we shove all these inconvenient tasks into one giant frustrating ball for myself so that I can force myself to get through these holidays for other people, don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. Just don't do it. In Thanksgiving's case, that's not even a real fucking holiday. Fucking, we treated the Native Americans like fucking shit. That's not even, I don't have to honor that. Also, Christmas can, like, is just a feeling. It's a love. It's a military families like us can tell you. You can do that shit anytime. Sometimes you got to full out, do a whole full Christmas in November because somebody's about to leave. It's just a thought. It's just a thing. So when something comes up, your mental health and your children's mental health, and really what I mean by that is because kids are pretty fucking resilient, is you're affecting them by being stressed out, being emotional, crying, you know, pleasing others instead of just you know, hey, forget it. Because what is the holiday supposed to be about? It's supposed to be about being happy and content. Um, and so when we juggle all those balls for other people, we put on this big show, um, we are certainly not content. Um, and so kind of to wrap it back around, I'm not going to run out and try to find buy a bunch of fucking gifts for some kids that I barely know because we just started talking together. I'm not going to fucking do that. I'm not going to force myself to do that because I don't have to in <laughs> And also, like I said, our Christmas is minimal, man. It's minimal. Um, we, in fact, I, I think I've talked about it here before, but I'm not sure. Um, 
We've skipped plenty of Christmases to do events instead, which are is our favorite go-to. Um, so the kids wanted a family Christmas this year. <laughs> go! <laughs> so we're going to have an absolutely beautiful time. We really are. Um, okay, so... Took my kids to SeaWorld, skipped a birthday party. Let's check these notes. All right, next I have from the behavior panel a clip that I kind of took a little snippet of and made for Keith um, about Hank. So I keep saying, we got to turn off these video games. And he's like, that's not fair. You can't take them away. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yes, we can. Um, So I made this little video and I sent it to him. So I'm going to play it for you. And then we'll talk about it. Conversational question about the dad and later in the interview. And if you have kids, three things to do really quick. Number one, what am I doing to make them more confident? Even if you have to force them to do it, what am I doing to make them feel significant in their life? And number three, identify where your kid's dopamine is coming from and modify it if necessary. Ensure you're guiding them by mapping out where their dopamine is coming from. And that's going to be a game changer. Huge game changer. Greg? All right. So that is Chase Hughes from the Behavior Panel. Um, Okay. So how are we making them confident, feel significant? And where is their dopamine coming from? So as soon as my husband, like most husbands, saw an expert say it, oh, now suddenly it's a thing that we can accept as true. So fine. Um, But anyway, so confidence. Um, And so in there he says, even if you have to force them. And as a parent, I hear, okay, so force them to learn guitar or like force them to learn drums or like force them to join a football team. But I don't think that's necessarily the case. Um, And so let's take it just down a basic step, for example. Um, And are you kind of forcing them to brush their teeth? Are you forcing them to take care of their body? And and not in a mean way, just like constant, hey, you got to take a bath before dinner. I'm sorry. I know. It's a total bummer. Lame. Oh, I too wish you could smell like your butt, but you can't. Please take a bath. Okay, well, do you want to take it before or after dinner? So it would kind of look like something like that, but like not in a cruel way, but you're definitely taking a bath. Um, Because those kinds of things affect our confidence. Is their room clean? Do they know how to clean their room? Have you ever shown them how to clean their room? Um, Those kinds of things are where our confidence comes from. Take basic care, look nice, feel nice. And then slowly, you know, the space is, is your space clean? Is your backpack clean? I know mine was not, um, you know, all that stuff. So when we teach them just how to do basic care tasks for themselves and then give them the reward, like, whoa, that looks so good. Even though it doesn't. Oh my God, you tried so hard. Thank you for that effort. That kind of stuff goes a really long way. And how do you make them feel significant? Um, <laughs> I kiss their asses all the time. Um, so if I want to say something, this is a little game too that I've been playing. If I want to say something mean, I don't. Um, <laughs> so hard. Um, instead, I say a compliment instead. And I used to have this crush on this dude way back in the day. Um, and I don't think I actually even had a crush on him. Looking back, I just think he was a positive person and I hadn't been around many um but he everything you would say you'd be like that tree is badass he'd be like you're badass 
Um, and he definitely wasn't into me before you say that because he had definitely had a girlfriend that was way cuter than me. Um, <clears throat> and so like, or somebody would say that's strong. He would say you're strong. Um, but anyways, it was, it was very, um, as you can imagine, addictive, right? So I want to be that source. Again, we're going to give out dopamine. We're going to make them feel significant. We're going to give them confidence. How can I do that? Instead of saying, you're so fucking noisy. Oh my God. When I think that I'll just be like, you're so beautiful. And they're just totally caught off guard. Just like, what? Thanks. Like, yeah, dude. Or you're so artistic. You're so musical. Or whatever. You know, and I don't mean, I, I, I always want to be clear. I don't mean like if they're pissing me off and I'm trying to watch my fucking show and I've asked them nicely 12 times to be quiet, I'm not going to use that tone. So I don't want you to have any kind of unrealistic expectations. I mean on a daily basis when you encounter them, all of your interactions, most of them anyways, should be like this. And then there's an occasional, <laughs> how many times did I ask you to do that though? The, okay. <laughs> yeah. No. How many times did I ask you to do that? And you did it how many times? Oh, zero. Yeah. So that's okay. That's an okay tone. But when you're encountering them in the hallway and they're just making noise, just shut up. You don't have to nag them. Say something like, hey, Bebop. Be nice to them. Give them a nice thing. Or, you know, I can't think of any right now because they're not here. And quite frankly, <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> um. But if someone picks something up, oh, have you been working out? Oh, you're so strong. Or if they interrupt you with the right fact, uh, don't pick out the interrupting. Just let it drop and say, oh, my gosh, I never heard that before. That's a good fact. You know, so that all their interactions now are going to be pleasant. You want it to be really pleasant constantly. And then when you say something of value or weight, it will have an impact because you're slowly kind of transforming yourself, I guess. I don't want to say manipulating, but that's what we're doing. We're manipulating over time, not only our brains, but how they per our children perceive us. So it is a manipulation and it's really hard. <laughs> so I don't mean it nefariously. It's a, it's a, it's a serious task that should be done, I think. So obviously, <laughs> um, so at first you will get pushback just like you're going to get pushback if you stand up for yourself in front of a room filler an emotional room filler you're going to get pushback people will think you are lying people will think that you're being weird people will think whatever it doesn't fucking matter because slowly you just keep doing it and it will become less and less awkward so like Every, hey, handsome. Oh, hey, beautiful baby. Oh, I'm so happy to have you. Oh, who got a present? You're a present. I love you. Stuff like that. Even if it's once a day and then the next day you try it twice a day and then the next day you try it three times a day and slowly, etc. Even if you have to say it to a child. Oh, my God. You got to keep doing it. <laughs> I hope you hear the tired in my voice because it's real. This is not a fun uh, struggle. <laughs> Otherwise, it would be called fun. Uh, but it's worth it because just like I said before and always, uh, you get one shot. Do not miss your chance. That's it. So there is no time like the present. 
you have to stop the train. Okay, let before I go on a fucking Katie rant. Okay, so how are you making them confident? How are you making them significant? That one is free. That one is easy. All you have to do is put some effort into that. All you have to do is really pay attention because you are their image. When they look at you, they see themselves. They they try to emulate everything you do. They try to think like you. They don't mean to, but they do. Um, we all do that. <laughs> so you should be the picture of what you want them to be. Dopamine. Oh my God. I'm a dopamine fiend. How the hell am I supposed to keep my kids from being dopamine fiends? Um, and if you don't know what I mean when I say dopamine fiend, dopamine is, what is it? Is it a chemical in your brain? I think it's a chemical in your brain. It's a chemical in your brain. Either way, when it's released, we are happy. We love it. Um, you can get this from all your fun activities like eating ice cream, having sex, going for a jog, reading a book, smoking weed. Uh, what do kids like? Video games. Uh, but you can also get it from holding hands with your mom through a park. Or, ugh, that sounded weird to me, but, you know. You can. <laughs> um, you can throw rocks into water with your kids and that gives them dopamine. You can draw pictures in the sand with your finger and that gives them dopamine. So yeah, the video games give them dopamine for sure. Just like my phone gives me dopamine and I love TikToks. Um, so just like writing gives me dopamine as well. So when I look at my own time, Okay, well, I'm spending a lot of my time on, you know, scrolling, whereas I have these other activities that give me dopamine. Let me regulate those. So when you kind of look at yourself, then you can kind of say, okay, what am I expecting of the kid? Because would you do that? Like, so every time that I would say, we have to take all these video games away, I'm, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. You know, then Keith says, okay, well, would you go without your phone? For like a day? That would be fucking traumatic. I was like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> so, so, also, I'm not the one fucking up. But those are, those. that's a totally different fight. But it's correct in, in that you can't ask people to do what you can't do. So first, before you attack their dopamine levels, please look at your own. Um, and then when I looked at Hank's, they were definitely obviously coming from video games and all kinds of shit so he actually it doesn't even fucking matter because he got himself grounded so i didn't have to be the bad guy <laughs> so he doesn't have his video games right now um for like a whole month which is why i took him to SeaWorld with me uh hello it all works back in yes seems like i'm totally unorganized but i'll get there <laughs> i'll get there so Hank has been um, off of his video games, so using this this grounding wisely, I've been trying to shove in as much of that confidence, significance, and dopamine. And every chance I get, I've been telling him how important he is to me, how bright he is, um, and the confidence and the significance are kind of their obviously their besties. But like, if a kid says something about themselves, like um, for instance, I've always been good at that, or I'm good at blah blah blah. If it's true, tell them so. Like, um, say, yeah, you've always been good at that since you were very little. And it will really just solidify 
their image of themselves. So when we work on all this stuff, they have no problem standing up for themselves against emotional room fillers, right? (laughs) So including you. And then when you hear that good criticism back, you can make a positive change. And that's what a family's about. (laughs) That's what it's supposed to be. Um, So I've been filling tons of space with um, positive things, activities that give him dopamine with me, um, playing board games. In fact, to be honest, we've been watching more television together, which is where we're both getting dopamine together and separate. It's nice, but everyone hates us. Hank and I in particular, because we talk nonstop during a show. If we see something like, oh my God, as if, like he would ever do that. And Hank does the same thing and everyone hates it. So during his no video game time, we've been having lots of time to do that together. And that makes us feel connected. We've watched the same thing. We've learned the same thing. We've pointed out similarities. We catch ourselves like um, the other day I said, I'm pretty sure we're watching The Simpsons or something. And I said, oh, my God, that Frankenstein plug-in is the best And it was just a massive picture with tons of stuff. And Hank looked over so sweetly and was like, oh, my God, that was the same thing I saw the first time I looked at it. Same. Like, I like it too, Mom. And it was a beautiful connecting moment. And so those are the ones that we're trying to make, those simple, those teeny tiny ones. But they can't happen if everyone's locked in their rooms, if everyone's separated, if everyone's plugged in. Um, so even, so I guess my recommendation is even if you can plug in together, try that first. Um, if you think it's going to cause some kind of whatever, I can tell you that children will be mad for a bit. They'll go in the rooms, they'll scream, they'll break, fucking do whatever you want, bitch. I ain't changing my mind. Um, so when you kind of go at it with that mentality too, uh, be prepared for a tornado because if you're going to be firm, it's gonna, it's gonna be nasty, but it's worth it. And when it's over, the next time you say it, they'll believe you because they remember that time that they had to fall asleep in their room crying, um, which, oh my God, hurts everybody. It hurts everybody. Okay, so I'm gonna leave you now because I have the house to myself. I have the, oh my God, I swear to God. Okay, I don't even know what to do right now. While I was recording, someone just called and the name on it was Destiny's Child. What the? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's Destiny's fucking child calling me. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, Kelly? I don't know if you guys know Kelly Rowland was in uh, Destiny's Child. She's the best. Um, okay, so... Yeah, I'm going to leave you here with this. I'm going to let you know that it's okay. It's okay to be tired. It's okay to be crying. It's okay to be in a place where you don't know where you're going to go from here. That's totally fucking normal. It's normal. It's okay. But you just have to brush it off, stand up, stretch it out, and, and try again, and try again, and try again. Because even if we fail, when our kids look back at the grand picture... All they're going to see is you trying and you did your best 
And that's what you're going for. That's what really matters. You want love and respect and you want a good relationship with your booze. So they can tell you everything and be your besties, even though they don't want to. (laughs) Okay, so I love you. I appreciate you. I hope everything is going well. I hope that you too have been watching the behavior panel, having epiphanies and giving your man time to grow into the beautiful flower we both know he can become. Got to be patient with them sometimes. Be patient with yourself. And, uh... (laughs) drop everything if you can and just hang out with them doesn't even fucking matter and uh, I don't live in a world where um everyone can just go to sea world I know that so a blanket in the park and a ball uh kids love that there's nothing more kids love than kicking a fucking ball back and forth with you in a field so if you don't have the time or money make it and make it happen uh well not the money part (laughs) if you if you don't have the time make it if you don't have the money that ain't no thing, baby. Just, they like to draw. They like to run. They like to go for walks. They like to collect sticks. They like to just be with you. They just want to be with you and have your attention. Okay, I love you. This is going on and on. Bye.